Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here with another session of prayer 2021 for today, which is January 3rd. Our scripture reading for today comes from Luke chapter 1, verse 13. But the angel said to him, Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call him John. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you for this day. We thank you, Father that we have the privilege of being in the body of Christ, the privilege of being able to approach your throne of grace and mercy, to obtain mercy and to find grace to help in our time of need. Father, we thank you and praise you for answering our prayers. We know you hear our prayers, and 1 John 5, 14, 15 says, if we know you hear our prayers, then we know we receive the petitions we desire of thee. To you, Father, we give honor, glory, and praise this day in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Today I want to talk about God answers your prayers. First of all, let me emphasize that God is not a respecter of persons, okay? What he does for one person, he will do for every person. We have his promise on that. So why doesn't he answer the prayers of every person? Well, it's up to us to get our faith tuned into his word, as I talked about yesterday. Despite what you may have been taught by well-meaning Christian people, God is for you, not against you. So many people for far too long have been taught just wrong about that. I, I heard as far back as I can remember that God was out to get you if you messed up. And that is totally 100% opposite the truth. Where money is concerned, Christians have been taught that poverty is God's way of humbling us. That people in the ministry have taken a vow of poverty. That if preachers do get anything, they have to give it away. They've been taught that Jesus is so poor, he didn't even have a home to live in. You know, Luke 9, 58, foxes have holes, birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Jesus came, folks, to show us how to be blessed. Poverty is listed under the curse. Jesus came to fulfill the Abrahamic covenant. Did you ever check out Abraham? Abraham was rich. Job was rich. David was rich. Solomon was rich. Why would God have Jesus be poor? And if he was so poor, why did he have to have a treasurer? A poor man doesn't need a treasurer. A rich man does. Amen? Judas, if you stop and think about it, Judas must have been given a lot of money away. Because at the Last Supper, when Jesus told him, go do what you need to do, Judas got up and left. What's the scripture say? That the other disciples thought he was going out to give money to the poor. So he must have done that so often that the other disciples didn't pay too much attention to him leaving. This was after, after Jesus had told them that one of them sitting right there, one of the disciples, was a traitor. So any unusual actions by any disciple at that point in time would have raised immediate suspicion. But Judas' departure was just like a natural part of their dinners. They, they didn't pay any attention to it. You know, Christians have been taught for so long that money is the root of all evil. But the scriptures does not say that. They don't say that. The love of money is the root of all evil. That's 1 Timothy 6.10. You know, it costs money to preach the gospel, folks. Just ask your pastor next time you see him. If you're not on the church board of directors, just think, and just, and just think you can show up at church and all is well. And you're just giving your little offering thinking, well, it's up to the others to give to support the church like that. You know, that you need the money more than they do, the church does. Well, you're wrong. 
granted, God will make sure that ministries which are doing his work will be taken care of, but the responsibility falls to us. God holds each one of us responsible. We've been taught that God allows sickness, disease, calamities, and all that to happen in our lives in order to teach us something. That's not scriptural either. Sickness, disease, calamities, they're all covered again under the curses. But we've been redeemed from the curse, Galatians 3, 13, and 14. We've been taught that our children run from God because of something we've done in our past. We've been taught that our children must find their own way. Both of these concepts are just not scriptural. It is our responsibility as parents to pray for our children, to teach our children that God loves them and is there for them when we can't be. We've been taught that you know, we can never know what God's going to do, but the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. We've been taught that sometimes God answers our prayers and sometimes he don't. Well, the Bible says God answers our prayers with yes and amen. We've been taught that miracle healings are not for today, that God developed you know, special medical centers. and, and uh, Folks, you need to read your Bible. You know, God developed the medical centers of modern medicine so that we could, wouldn't have to rely on miracle healings. Who taught that? I, the question I have for you is this. Who gave the doctors wisdom to develop the techniques and the medicines to treat these conditions? Who, who taught them that? A medical healing or a miracle is not something we should seek instead of utilizing the technology that's available. However, if medical technology is not able to treat the condition, if they say, hey, there's nothing we can do, well, don't shut God out of the picture. If you believe you will not receive a miracle, your prayer will be answered 100% of the time. If you believe God is able, then he will. Amen. I don't want you to think there's a secret formula or a seven-step program, which if you follow, you'll get the results you're looking for. This teaching is not designed to do that, okay? We're not here teaching you all that voodoo stuff, all right? The purpose for this entire teaching on prayer is to develop in you the faith in God, faith in God to believe the prayers you are asking God for will be answered. There is no secret ritual, no secret formula. You can't trick God into answering your prayers. You can't buy your answers. You must operate by faith. Faith in God. Faith in Jesus. Faith in the Word. This daily teaching on various aspects of prayer is going to give you the foundation to present your prayers to God, knowing that he will answer them, knowing that your faith is what activates the word in your life, knowing that Jesus is the word of God who has made flesh, knowing that Jesus is always making intercession for you, knowing that, be, knowing that you can get your prayers answered. Amen. I want to pray right now that God would give us a supernatural understanding of these concepts as we continue to move forward in prayer. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive us of all the false teachings that we've received over the years. Forgive us, Lord, of believing that, that you're out to get us, that you only answer our prayers if we do X, Y, and Z. Father, we pray for the forgiveness of this sin of not just believing your word by faith. Help us to understand your word, Lord. Help us to gain clarity in your word, Lord. Help us to, to just put our total trust and confidence, our total faith in you. And Father, we pray all this in Jesus' name. 
Amen. And anyway, I know I went over a little bit today, but folks, you need to stick with this teaching. This teaching, every day is going to be something that's going to, I believe, is going to give you an aha moment. Every day, it's going to add another brick to your wall of protection by faith and, and faith in the Word, faith in Jesus, faith in God. And by the time we finish this year, oh, you're going to be a faith praying warrior of God. I'm, I believe it's not going to take you a year. I believe it could take you 24 hours. Amen. All right. Do me a favor. Share this out on social media far and wide. Go over Podcast for Christ. Take a look around there. Podcastforchrist.com. Take a look around there and download those free resources. Till next time, it's Pastor Bob. Reminding you again, I'll be doing this each and every day. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 in the Living Bible says to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll talk again tomorrow.